What's up, everybody? Welcome to White Men Can't Pod. I am your intrepid host, Ryan, and I'm here with Mr. Bill Cash. Question, Ryan. Would you rather get shot in the head or five in the chest and bleed to death? Ooh, easy question there. Thanks for pumping me up for this episode. What you got, Wally? You got anything to pump me up? No. <laughs> oh, not, not even your normal catchphrase? Uh, I, no, I guess I could do the normal one. <laughs> not even the normal one you always would do? Nah, I get nothing. Nothing. Wow. nothing. wow. Can you give yeah. me some Dragon Ball Z? Because you're wearing that Dragon Ball Z shirt. You like it. I love it. What I do they say? They, they say things, right? Kamehameha. What's the... It's over 5,000? Isn't, isn't no. that Dragon Ball Z? It's over 9,000, sir. It's over 9,000. 9,000. Yes. 9,000. It's like you've never even watched Dragon Ball Z. Uh, <laughs> I tried. I really tried. I remember I was, try. one of our friends was telling me to try it and how great it was, and I just couldn't I couldn't do it, man. Couldn't do it. Sorry. Wasn't there a little green guy that would fight sometimes? Didn't he kill somebody? That's what I remember. He like killed the main character. Like a lizard man killed the main character, but then... It lasted like seven episodes. His death like continued over <laughs> many episodes. It was, it was weird. And then yeah, he came so back to life and killed the lizard. Oh, yeah. I think. Oh yeah, of course. I'm pretty sure. Death is sorry if you're a is, Dragon Ball Z guy, guy yeah, or gal. Death, death does not have any say in Dragon Ball Z. People come back from death all the time. <laughs> true or false? Same universe as Yu Gi Oh. Sure. False. False. Okay. Definitely Yu-Gi-Oh verse. All right, we're not talking about that tonight. We are talking about the movie Moneyball, a movie I enjoy Ooh. as more a more serious movie. Yeah, a, this was enjoyable. A movie about real life, not a, not about basket basketball is about real life, right? <laughs> that really happens. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Oakland A's general manager Billy Bean's successful attempt to assemble a baseball team on a lean budget by employing computer-generated analysis to acquire new players. That is the weirdest tagline IMDb has ever supplied. How'd you first see Moneyball? I believe I watched it on Netflix a couple years ago. I'm going to have to say Netflix as well. It, it could have been through the mail, but I think it was, it was streaming. No, mine was streaming like came COVID out in 20, times. 2011, so it was definitely not a mail. Well, like the mail getting help. get them through the mail was getting close to the end. I, was it, it probably wasn't I, over, but it was get, getting close. Because I was still getting Netflix through the mail when I was living in Cohoes by myself, which was like 20 up up until like 2015, 2016. Wow! So there's a good chance that I was still yeah. Okay. Now, this was, I think, a COVID movie for me. This is the last couple of years I did this. I think I rented this off Spectrum, like the five dollar. Oh, like yeah. It's just out of theaters. You can you can watch it now. Yeah. I want to say it was that, or maybe it was a Red Box. Like I remember watching it shortly after it 
came out. And I remember enjoying it quite a bit. And it's actually a movie that I watch every so often. Like I have consistently watched this movie. Every time it pops, it pops it again, on Netflix, so I've watched it several times. You you've only seen it once? I think this is my second time. Yeah. Okay. Uh box office game. You ready? You ready oh, for yeah. the box office game? Yes. You ready, Wally? You ready for um, that box office game? I will say. What's the budget? Let's start with the budget. I will go with uh, forty-five million. Forty-five million, Bill. What you got? Well, to rent out the A Stadium was probably at least thirty-five dollars. <laughs> uh, but they do have a lot of different people in different roles here. Twenty eleven. You said forty-five, Wally. I did. I'll say twenty-five. Well, you get it. It's fifty million. Oh, wow. almost. Red Pitt, right Red Pitt is expensive. I was. Yeah, that's that's definitely the reason why I went so high. Pitt is expensive. Uh, how much did this movie make? That's a big budget. How much did this movie? Yeah, make? I'll say sixty million. That's kind of right where I was headed. Just a little yeah. bit over the budget. A Brad Pitt movie yeah. about baseball. 70 yeah. million. 110 million dollars. Oh, wow. wow. 110, nice. 206,216 million dollars. I didn't think Double people would care that much about baseball. Big hit. Yeah. I, big is generous. It was a hit, I guess. 100 million. Pretty good hit. That's a yeah. pretty good hit. It's lower than, uh, oh, shoot, what was the other one? Lower than Cool Runnings. Sure, well, lower than, but then we're talking about the we're shockingly talking about big the, hit. The movie industry <laughs> in 2010 and beyond, which is a lot different than the 90s, right? And yes, apparently in 2011, you could still get uh, Netflix delivered to your home. I've learned tonight. <laughs> exactly. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Okay. Um, I think this is Jonah Hill's like first serious role. In a movie, I right? So. I this came so. out before Wolf of Wall Street, right? Did it? Yes. Can yes, I it did. give an old-fashioned Mike DeFazio, RIP, mild take? <laughs> sure. He is a ghost. So mild take. Ahead. Jonah Hill is a good actor. I don't know if he's ever been bad in anything. I don't think he's ever been bad in a movie. Let's go over that. That's interesting to me. That is a. That's a Let good... me pull it up real quick. My old tape. Uh, let's go back to the beginning. Forty-year-old uh, virgin, eBay customer. Great. Excellent. Excellent. Why oh can't I just give you money and buy these shoes? <laughs> oh my god! I forgot uh, about <laughs> grandma's boy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Excellent. Uh, Who wants to hear about my? Uh, what did he say? My STD from the silent films era. <laughs> no, that's uh, that's the other guy. Oh, uh, yeah, he's the one who sucks in a booby. He sucks oh, the first booby for eleven hours. hours. For eleven hours. Uh, he was also in I Heart Huckabees for like a hot second. I, I remember liking that movie. That's a movie uh, I was supposed to watch and never saw. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he's in a he movie called. He was in Click. Didn't he was accept and accepted, which you love, Wally. Oh, fantastic, he's good. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Ask me I'm about my winner. Uh, underrated movie. knocked up he's a knocked yeah. up 
He was. I don't he... really like Knocked Up that much, though. Oh, it's I a like solid movie. I think Knocked Up's yeah. pretty good. I feel like I feel like if you watch it again, you'll be like, no, no, I can't. Especially when it's just like his group of friends. I think that's when it's probably the best. The, like yeah, the beginning when they're when they're playing those games, they're getting high and playing those games in the pool. That looked like a life I want to live. Uh, he was in Human Giant, the uh, sketch comedy show, for a little bit. Evan Almighty. Mm. Steve Carell knockoff. Yeah. Evan Sequel. Almighty, that's a rough one. Uh, Super Bad, yeah. great. Super yeah. Bad, he's very good. Yeah. Uh, walk hard, walk that? hard. The Dewey Cox story. I'm I never saw that either. Not a good never movie. Saw. He's just yeah. an uncredited guy. In that here's here's where he went wrong. Here's one that sucks. Strange Wilderness. Saw this one in the theaters. Never saw. Uh, it. Haven't even Sucked. heard of that one. 2008. Is that the one with uh, the canoe? Something like that. Forgetting Sarah Marshall as the waiter. He's good. That's a good movie, but I don't he's remember good him in it. it. He's, he's, he's good. The waiter he's is like, like, you're sitting by yourself? Yeah, take uh, one of the plates away. I don't know what he's doing, but he's here by himself. And then he like <laughs> gives his mixtape to uh he's very good in that. That's true. Uh Tim and Eric, Reno 91. He did a bunch of like little spots. Night at the museum. Battle credited. The second one. Funny people. Uncredited. Funny people was like uh three quarters of a good movie and then a piece of shit. I didn't yeah. see it. last quarter. It's about stand up. Uh, invention of the lying. Invention of lying. I've heard good things about that. I thought. Yeah. Never saw get, it. That's uh. What's get him name? to the Greek. The British guy. About get him I, to the Greek. I remember seeing yeah. it and enjoying Enjoy it. it. I don't think it's Enjoy a great it. movie, but I do remember enjoying it. I don't. I did like yeah, the I fact that, that he's that the he's the like weird waiter, and then this one he's like the tour manager for the same character. Like he's this two different characters for the same character. Russell Brand. It's still Russell uh, Brand's like. Character yeah, for, we'll for getting Sarah Marshall. He hates out Puff Daddy at least briefly, right? Puff Daddy's good. Uh, Megamind, then Moneyball. Yeah. Then 21, a, 21 Jump Street. Moneyball really was his first like serious yeah. role. Uh, Django yeah. Unchained as the bagged KKK guy. He was very funny. Oh, in that. Yeah. oh yeah. Uh, this is oh. the end, which is an underrated movie. I have not seen it still. The Watch. The, that's the yeah that one's okay with Vince, with Vince Vaughn I, yeah. I think it was that one's all right uh yeah. I don't know about that Wolf of Wall Street yep the yeah, Lego so movie good. is very good he's in he's very good as Green Lantern yes yeah. Yeah. uh how train best dragon. friends with Superman <laughs> yes twenty two Jump Street good yep Hail Caesar I don't think I saw I haven't heard of that one Sausage I Party I did not see the animated that's, movie about the food that is a very very raunchy movie like that is the grossest thing i've ever seen i think wow (laughs) i've not seen it there's a bunch of weird shit in here after that war dogs Uh, was pretty good i haven't seen it yet he's like he shows up in a bunch of stuff he's not Um, he hasn't like maniac his show on netflix with emma thompson no not emma thompson emma stone yeah it's super weird, but it was enjoyable. He's had a really good. He's been in a lot of good movies, and he's been good in, in some movies. He's been the best part of the movie, even if it's not a good movie. Yeah. So this guy, great. Even in this, he's very good. I mean, even if you yeah. want to take away credit for his bad movies, he's hitting like eight fifty. Yeah, and he even is. in some of the like, I don't know if I think accepted is a great movie. But he's oh, funny in it. You are a liar, sir. I you said I don't know. I don't it, know. Uh, 
it holds up. I will say that it's still you can still watch it, and it's not and most of it's not it. that cringy. Yes, it's very. Some of it is, but not most of it. All right, uh, let's go to the movie. Let's go over the movie, and we're going to talk about the uh, A's as well, because yes. you know that's a lot of what happened here. So we can talk about the A's as well. Uh, we begin uh, talking about the book Moneyball, written by Bill James. You ever read this book? Nope. No, I had about forgotten it? about Bill James until they talked about him in this movie. And Bill James was a Red Sox employee, Man, right? employee at yeah. one point. Yeah. I mean, the hero, of course, is Theo Epstein, but Bill James was there. <laughs> he started it all. Bill James wrote a book about how to crack baseball basketball how to crack baseball with uh computers and stats and analytics which i think now has kind of like gone the other way <laughs> too much analytics we got to go back a little bit stop you know maybe take that information and use it in a natural way instead of a stupid way where you just follow instead the fucking four pictures every inning yeah you see that with dusty baker you know, like he, I'm, I'm pretty sure he takes the analytics and is like, yeah, okay, I'm not, I'm not changing yeah. this starter right now because mm-hmm. that makes no sense. Whereas you have Aaron Boone, who's just like, what does the binder say? Please don't hurt me, Brian Cashman. <laughs> I'll do exactly as you say. Uh, and that doesn't work, as we've seen. Anyway, it's the end. I love of- the talk though this year of how because they had such a bad year, the Yankees, you have to fire everyone. I have enjoyed hearing some of that. Well, it's ridiculous. That's a conversation for another day. It sure is. Uh, We're seeing the end of the 2001 season where the A's lose in the playoffs. Now, this was the the Jeter flip, right? No, that was much earlier. Really? Jeter Jeter flipped flipped on the, uh, wasn't it the Mariners? When did he do that? Uh, No, it was Giambi who got thrown out. It was Giambi. I could have sworn it was Giambi who got who got tagged. I tried to. Uh, yes, you're right. Giambi ALDS. Yeah. Yeah, Giambi, the flip play. You're right, Jeremy Giambi. Oh, that's not Jason. He was, he was on the team that year too. Because it sounded like they had. When was the flip in. play? Two thousand and one. Yeah. ALDS. So Jeremy was there already. Yeah. Yes, he was there. He was like a a backup. Jeremy Giambi is is uh is the guy who gets thrown out at the plate during the flip play. Anyway. Um so Billy Bean's upset. The Yankees come back from a down 2-0 and eliminate the A's, and the A's lose Damon Giambi and Isringhausen. Now, I'll say this. I know the whole point is they lost three stars, which they did. But that was a team that won 102 games that year. It yeah. wasn't. They weren't starting from scratch. That's one of my major points. I like yes. this movie. I like Brad Pitt. I like all this. I like seeing the. There's some really good stuff in this movie. And I'll put that against other sports movies later. But the idea that this team sucked is just not true. Yeah. It, it's it just was not like true. Were... They were setting it up to be like, this is a full rebuild for this like team. it's the P- Pittsburgh Pirates. Compl- yeah, <laughs> you like never heard of any of these guys. Completely gutted, but they only they only lost the three guys. So yeah, 
yeah, they other than a brief mention of Isner and housing and then the love affair with uh, Bradford, they don't talk about pitchers at all on this. No, yeah. Um, we see Billy Bean listening to the the game in the stands by himself in a stadium, just alone. He a stadium to... is huge, by the way, because it's a football stadium. Right. No. I was the one time I was there, it was a packed house because it was a game. It was a midsummer game and also fireworks for Fourth of July. So there was like legitimately sixty something thousand people there, and it was like maybe two thirds full. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, and no, they don't have football anymore. So, because yeah. they're in Vegas now. Anyway, we see Billy Bean, we see Brad Pitt go to the the owner and say, "Look, I need more money because I'm losing these three guys because I can't pay people. I'm going to lose them all." This is another problem I have with this movie because it starts out with him saying, "We're going to lose these guys," or "We've lost these guys," and then there's a the whole part with the Damon thing where. Seems like he does have Damon and and Boston sweeps in at the last minute and gets him for more money. Yeah. So oh the timeline's weird. Um we meet all the old guy scouts, the good old boys of baseball, the idiots who have earpieces and hearing aids, and, and they're all old and stupid. This he's is got an ugly girlfriend. You can't he's got no confidence. He's got an ugly girlfriend. Here's the thing. This is obviously like the turn it up to 11 version of this but these are actual conversations that will happen with these old men in yeah. a room yeah yeah uh billy bean says what's the actual problem identify the actual problem well you lost jambi and damon and even though they haven't lost damon yet because we get that scene later where he actually loses them because scott boris takes more money from the greedy ass red sox but uh Danny Damon, my least favorite athlete, maybe of all time. <laughs> What's the actual problem? Nobody can get it right. And he goes, there's rich teams, there's poor teams, there's 50 feet of crap, and then there's us. <laughs> Which is, again, not the case. Because isn't their payroll $40 million? $39 million or something? There's people that have way less payrolls. Yeah. Not many, though. That's pr- even then, That's that was pretty fun. low. But, yeah. Uh, we get a flashback to Billy Bean being scouted himself as a young man. And that brings us to tonight's eBay oh, yeah. Wars. Ooh, let's find it. Which I may have. Oh, there it is. That handsome devil. Somehow I clicked out of it. The fuck? It's on the thing. No, I know, no, but I for other for other for other no. folks to see. I can't I exit out of the window. Here it is. Billy Bean on the Minnesota Twins. Not a rookie card, I don't believe. Trading card. Not a rookie card. Not a rookie card. Here you go. Billy Bean autographed card. It's not a lot of money ball merchandise to look at, so gotta go with that. It is a Billy Bean 1987 Tops Tiffany signed autographed card. DNA Moneyball, whatever the fuck that means. Uh, Billy B, 1987 top signed autograph card, Moneyball. This auction is for this item pictured. Uh, an extremely rare signature on an extremely rare trading card. It's a 1987 top Tiffany Billy Bean signed autograph card. Great, 100% authentic. 
It has been certified by PSA and DNA. And DNA? So much. That's what it says. Moons Itrum 82. Is DNA another... Must be another grading service. Okay, all right. I hope so. Another grading service. This is not the end. Ribonucleic acid is DNA. This is not the end of Billy Bean's career. This is when he started with the Mets... I think he went to Minnesota next after he failed, and then he was a Padre, I want to say, and then he was an A, and that's when he became like an A's front office scout. Yes, he's one of those guys who played Major League Baseball. Like he's not—he's a failure because he was such a high pick. He's right, not yeah. really a failure. He played Major League Baseball for a little while. He did. He was a center fielder, and the Mets thought would be like Mickey Mantle. Turns out he wasn't. Nope. Uh, all right. What? Let's get the bidding. Be, let's get the bidding started here on this thing. Yeah, we are currently tied. Uh, Bill, you did have the lead last though, so you still go first. Oh, um, mm-hmm. it seems seems suck sketchy. it, Trebek. <laughs> suck it, Trebek. Okay. Billy Bean, not great. This would have been worth more after this movie came out. Price is going back down, but it is autographed. Forty nine ninety four. Why a four? That's correct. Okay. Forty nine ninety four. I'm gonna go. I'll say seventy dollars. Oh. <laughs> All right, Bill, you're the winner. No, it's going to be like $69.99, isn't it? But while you were one cent off. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. $70. No, it's in fact $69.99, Wally. Son of a bitch. Sorry. Wow, that's that's funny. (laughs) Ouch. Ouch. Billy Bean, his autograph's still worth something. Apparently. Uh, Okay. I I, want to go back to the, the... uh, the 50 feet of crap comment. So sure. in 2000, 2001, the opening day payroll, Yankees yeah. were just under 110, 110 million, and Oakland mm. was just under 34 million. There okay. is only one team less than Oakland, and that was Minnesota, which was all the way all the way down at 24 million. So they were they're the real. 50 feet of which is which is insane because Minnesota beats this team. Yeah, that's is that uh, post Kirby Puckett then? No, Kirby was long gone. Yeah, that's okay. like who's that catcher? Oh, who's wait, that one, awesome catcher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's way gone. Yeah, who was that it's, awesome catcher? Uh, who hit like 400? Joe Mauer, Mauer, it's the Mauer, yeah. Johan Santana, Mauer, the oh, yes. twin team. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I was thinking 1992 for some reason, 2002. They worked the Oakland worked their way all all the way up to third from bottom, so moved up one spot. They with a uh, thirty nine and a half million uh, for their average pay or for their payroll. The Yankees that year went up to one hundred and twenty six million. Discussing what the Yankees do. Mm. Uh, yeah, because Boston was so far behind at one hundred and eight million. So you know, seems yeah. like eight figures back. <laughs> All right, so we go back to the movie Billy Bean in present day now. He's not in 
we're not getting a flashback. He goes and visits the Indians, which is problematic because of the Indians logo inside the Indians office. But alas, this is uh, 2002. Mm-hmm. He talks with Mark Shapiro, Shapiro, depending on who you ask, and tries to get some trades done. I don't think this is how trades are done, but I don't think you go visit a guy's office with 19 of his executive team in there and try to like pitch trades. I don't think that's how it goes, but yeah, that's no. what he does here. He's trying to get more money off the Indians. And he says something to Mark Shapiro, and Shapiro turns to Jonah Hill to look for his approval, and then Jonah Hill whispers something to guy. He looks at all his guys, and they all nod yes, except for the one dude standing next to Jonah Hill. Who, yeah, who he says no. Jonah's and, like relaying information through another dude. Yeah, and then he says, "Oh, sorry, the deal's off." He's like, "The deal's off. There was a deal, and now the deal's off. What the fuck just happened?" He's like, "No, nah, sorry, the deal's off," and. We meet Peter Brand, played by Jonah Hill. Peter Brand is not a person. It's two people. Peter Brand is two different guys rolled into one. So for storyline's sake, I believe, they just mashed two guys together who were working. I don't know if they were working for the Indians either or not. Um, He goes into the office and just yells at Jonah Hill and says, why does Mark listen to you? And he's like, he doesn't want to tell him what's going on. And so he makes him go to the parking garage to explain what's going on. Um, and then he says, like, what what's going on? Why does he listen to you? And he's like, he doesn't usually listen to me. That's kind of the first time he has. I'm the first. This is my first job of ever <laughs> yeah. I'm out of Yale. I'm a statistician, you know, I, yeah, econ- economic major major who likes baseball, who's just using that to get into baseball. And he's like, baseball is flawed. The system is flawed. You can get around it by using these formulas that I've developed. And Billy Bean's like, all right, cool. And then he calls him later. We're back in Oakland A headquarters. He calls him and says, would you have drafted me (laughs) to Jonah Hill? Would you draft me? Would you have drafted me? He's like, yeah, uh, I yeah. guess. And he's like, no, 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 seriously. Would you have drafted me? He's like, I guess. How about in the first round? No. Maybe in the ninth round? He's like, great. No I just bought bonus. your I just bought your services. Yeah, you're coming to work like for ninth me. Round, no, no money. Yeah. You're, you're coming you're to work to for me. Fantastic. Um, Peter Brand comes in. Starts his first day doing all kinds of formulas and equations and analysis. And he already has 47 player evaluations done. No, no. Whole, 51 because he lied about it. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I lied about that 51. He's got the, the board of what they need to do to win and make the playoffs. How many runs they need to score. How many runs how they many need wins. to give up. Yep to get wins through formulas that he's written down and he explains bill james again bill james gets explained like four times in this movie too so it's kind of annoying if you actually know if you actually know what's going on it's kind of annoying um we get the backstory on art Howe, who's mad 
he's under a one-year deal. And you made note of this last week, Ryan, but it was weird to see what's his name playing a baseball manager. Phil Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. 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 One of his final a, roles, I think. Close he did to a end. good enough job with it. I yeah. thought he was good. Yeah. I mean, he's so much younger than Art Howe actually was at that moment. Like, if you look at a picture of Art Howe, he looks like a very old man. <laughs> but um, he's mad that he doesn't have a new contract. Um, and we go into the first meeting with Peter Brand and Billy Bean and the old man scouts, and they talk about all these people that they actually want to pick up in free agency that don't cost a lot of money. And scouts get all pissed off because they think they had all this work done. And they talk about people like Scott Hatterberg. Who? (laughs) He's going to play first. Who? Scott Hatterberg was a a known player. Yeah. They talk about some other guys. Yeah, I got to assume it's just the guy was thinking only first baseman. (laughs) Right. Why would he play first base? Uh Chad Bradford, other some other guys. Um, yeah, and then we That's see what I do kind of remember, but just because of his weird delivery, not because I, yeah. he was a stud yeah. closer. Yeah, he wasn't even the closer. It makes it seem like, like he, man, right? He he was a middle reliever. Yeah, <laughs> from what I remember, he was just a middle reliever. Uh, so they talk about Scott Hatterberg and they're going to go visit him and sign him to a deal. Why do they need to go to his fucking house? It's for the movies, obviously. It's like New Year's night or something. They go to his house. He thinks he's done playing. I'm like, hey, we're out front. I'm like, okay, we're going to sign you to a contract. And he's like, great. I want to continue to play baseball. I'm like, yeah, except for you're not a catcher anymore because your arm's all fucked up. Which he you're admits gonna, is like, yeah, I can't throw anymore. You're going to play first base. He's like, first base? I've never played first base in my life. Like, it's not that hard. And then the, the actual coach is like, it's incredibly hard. Oh, Washington. <laughs> he later became like a manager. Yeah. It's incredibly hard. <laughs> uh, we get a little backstory on Billy Bean. He's got an ex-wife. He goes and visits her house. And she's got her new husband there. And her new husband's trying to be nice but doesn't know much about baseball and He's it's kind of annoying <laughs> to quote R.I.P. Mike DeFazio <laughs> to quote a dead ghost uh, he he's there to pick up his daughter his daughter has a cell phone he's not happy about that and he brings his daughter to buy a guitar because she plays music uh, we see his career in the past continue to go nowhere then we cut to the film room where the uh, worst part of the movie, Peter Brand talks about Kevin Euclid, the Greek god of walks. <laughs> hey, well, he like, I hate this. I hate he, this. He, that was true. But also yeah. he was, as they explained, a phenomenal baseball player. Hate, hate that guy. My favorite Yankee game I've ever been to was Boston loses to New York because Kevin Useless as the Yankee fans would call him. Kevin Useless played left field and dropped several balls in the outfield. And yes, that's right. They put him in left field. He dropped several balls in left field in front of us, and we all chanted Kevin Useless in front of him, and it was great. And I'm sure he went home and cried. He, uh, he, was, yeah, a ca- he, he was like Hatterberg. He was a catcher and then turned into a first baseman, right? 
Uh, he was a third baseman. Oh, okay. Euclid played third base. And I believe he was on, yeah, he was on the Red Sox in 2004, but he was a backup for Michael Wool at the time. But he was there. Uh, he was there. Oh, no, maybe he had moved up. Maybe he was a starter at that point. No, he wasn't. Lowell was a starter, I think. I thought, but I'm looking at the team now, and I don't – oh, yes. Oh, no. I'm sorry. He was a backup, not for Mike Lowell, for Billy Miller. Lowell was brought in later. Bill Miller. Anyway. Bill Miller, who was their number eight hitter in 2003, won the batting title. And then was their – the next year was the eighth hitter for the Red Sox. Yep. Because they were um, studs. Oh, my God. Uh, one of the scouts gets fired. He's mad at computers. I hate these computers. Talk shit and gets himself fired. And Billy Bean's like, look, we have a long relationship. I'm not going to fire you. And then he pushes him. He's Fuck like, you, all Billy. right, I guess I'm firing you now. I will now. <laughs> now I will. Now I will. He gave me a reason. Uh, first base is not going well with Hatterberg. Everyone wants to play Carlos Pena instead. Crazy because Carlos Pena turns out it's a pretty good baseball player. <laughs> the reporter is really annoying and never, this never would happen. No reporter has the balls to ask the questions that this reporter lady asks oh, yeah. these people. <laughs> Nobody has the balls to do that face to face. So you suck, room. right? Like, why are they playing you? Yeah. <laughs> so you, you get high and go to strip clubs. Why do you do that? <laughs> now, have you ever heard anything like that? Nope. No. Uh, Chad Bradford says, we don't get a lot of Chad Bradford, but I did laugh at this scene where he says, never got a chance before, Billy. Thanks for the chance. And he's like, <laughs> never? <laughs> really? Never? Oh, great. Yeah. I'll pray for you. All uh, right. Okay. I'm going to need it. Uh, I'm going to go inside and not watch opening day. So text me the play-by-play. Billy Bean says to Peter Brand, which it's a lot of of what most GMs don't watch the games, don't go to the games, don't fraternize with the players. This is all real. Yeah. Which made me think of Jerry West, who is like the ultimate version of this. The uh, old Lakers GM. Yes. Famous for like being completely like melted down, like can't watch the team go out there, like don't talk to the players because you got to trade them. Yeah, they do like, a good job of explaining. Like, I can't like have a relationship with these guys because I have to. I have to be able them. to get rid like, of. I have them. to trade them and fire them. And yeah, I can't be friend their friend. Um, Art's not using the guys that they want. We see the media crap all over the team, and then he forces Peter Brand to go on the road with the team. But before he does, he says, "Pretend to cut me from the team." He's like, "I'm never gonna have to do that." He's like, "If you're gonna be a general manager someday, you need to learn how to do that." And you're the assistant general manager right now, so cut me right now. He's like, uh, "All right, I'm really sorry." He's like, "No, no, no, wrong, wrong, wrong." <laughs> you just need to say, "We're moving on from you." You need to get the uh, information from the team secretary. Like that's it. And if you watch Hard Knocks. That's it. That's how all the yep. cuts usually go on hard knocks. Like, sorry, we're going to go in a different direction. You need to go to the secretary. Thanks. Yeah, that's where we get the, would you rather get one shot in the head or five in the chest and bleed to death? Which right. I did like Jonah Hill saying, uh, are those the only two options? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, we see 
Peter Brand on the plane, talked to David Justice, who uh, they picked up for super cheap from the Yankees. He says, why do I have to pay for soda? I'm coming from the Yankees <laughs> where you get free stuff everywhere. Now I have to pay a dollar at the vending machine for soda. And Peter says, well, the money's on the field. And he goes, show me where. Where's it's my not, dollar on the field? <laughs> it's not on the field. Uh, we get a montage of the team losing. Uh, they, both the guys meet with the owner and tell him that the plan's going to work. Just going to take time. And then we see more losing. Billy Bean throws a chair out of his office window, smashing the glass and smashing the frame pictures on the wall. His daughter's there and hangs out at his house and says, so when you get fired, are you going to have to move away? <laughs> and he's like, oh, I'm not getting fired. She's like, I read the internet. You're getting fired. Everyone I don't think that Billy Bean was in jeopardy of getting fired. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Especially, I mean, obviously this is a movie. I'm sure it wasn't the exact conversation. But where at the beginning, the owner was like, I'm not giving you more money. You have to make it work. Right. Uh, he says, this is a line that could be quote mountain. Don't read the internet. Don't look at the internet. Don't read newspapers. Don't listen to the radio. Don't talk to people. Uh, Art says I'm not going to play the players I'm playing the team in a way I can explain to people when I have job interviews in the in the winter (laughs) Uh, Billy comes in sees the team dancing specifically Jeremy Giambi boy Jeremy Giambi gets shit on in this movie good grief pretty well true to life yes he sure does yeah, he gets crapped on bad. He's dancing. Billy yells at the team. I, I don't remember the GM ever. I've never heard these stories of GMs yelling at the team. But he comes in, yells at the team, and says, you like losing? This is losing. And then, like, smashes the radio with a baseball bat and says, like, waits a minute for a silence. He's like, this is what losing should sound like. Like, nothing. Uh, then he storms out. His daughter is going on the plane and she's like, you're losing it, dad. You're losing your mind. You're crazy. No, we're fine. I'm not going to get fired next day. He fucks over the manager by trading all the good players away. I don't remember this either. I don't know if this happened this way or not, but he trades away Pena so that Hatterberg can play first trades away some relievers so that Bradford can pitch. I'm not sure what else he does. Uh, and this is a part of the movie that I really like. This scene and then the other trade scene where he makes trades over the phone. And oh, he like yeah. gets a guy on, on the horn and he, he says, oh, I want to trade you Pena. And he's like, why? Why are you the other guy? Why are you fleecing me? What are you doing? <laughs> why, are you, why are you giving me this all-star right yeah, now? What's why? going oh, on? He's a good player. He could be rookie of the year. All-star. He could be an all-star. All right. I guess I agree. <laughs> Click. He just hangs up. And Jonah Hill says, I think he had more to say. He's like, when you get the answer you want, you hang up. Yep. I like that. Uh, Pete gets worried and says, you need to calm down. You're going to have to explain yourself. And Billy Bean says, if you believe in the, if you believe in the system, you don't have to explain yourself to anyone. Don't have to do it. You literally don't have to. Then he trades somebody for free soda. <laughs> I don't want my players paying for soda anymore. 
You're, yep. you're stocking my soda <laughs> Stock machines my... for the next three years. For three years. <laughs> That's great. Uh, also, I'm pretty sure that they didn't have to pay for soda. Come on. Um, they talk to the manager and they tell him, you can't play Pena tonight. He's like, I'm playing Pena. He's like, no, you can't. He plays for Detroit now. <laughs> and then Jeremy Giambi walks in. He's like, oh, good. You're here. Uh, we're cutting you. Pack your bags. You're out of here. <laughs> Giambi's gone. Uh, then we get a montage of them using he, he the had, analytics. Yeah. What's that? He had, he had um, uh, Jonah Hill cut or tell Pena that he was getting traded. And I like that little little interaction. Right. Jonah Hill looks like is he going to hit me the entire time? <laughs> yep. He has to put that to use. He's like, oh good, we traded Pena and you have to go tell him. What? Let <laughs> <laughs> me get a montage of them using the analytics to show them, the players, what to swing at and what not to swing at. <laughs> David Justice is there working on his swing in the cage and Billy Bean's like, I need you to do something for me. He's like, I'm I'm not gonna listen to analytics. Sorry. I'm 37 years old. I don't give a fuck. And he's like, you are gonna do it because the Yankees are paying you to beat them. <laughs> they don't want you half million dollars to play against them. Yeah, they don't want you so much that they're paying your salary for me. And he's like, what I was going to ask you to do is be a leader on the team. And he's like, all right, I guess I could do that. Then we don't really see him be a leader because he talks to Hatterberg at one point and Hatterberg just he, he tries doesn't to, he work. Tries, yeah, he tries to be the leader there. And then Hattie's, I love it. He goes, what's your biggest fear? And Scott Hatterberg goes, the ball being hit in my general direction and they both kind of laugh he goes all right seriously what is it he's like no no that's that's, that's my it. fear <laughs> that's it it's like oh shit there's a funny thing i was watching that a like an oakland a's 20th win documentary that came out a couple years ago and they were talking about this more of in he actually was kind of a leader but more by example and one point i think it was it was the 21st game that they go into he he gave like a big speech i guess and they lost they got their ass kicked and at the end he came back in after the game and he's like you guys we didn't do it i'm never giving a speech ever again <laughs> and then uh, i forget who the player was but he was like then we just partied like we had one because we won 20 games and we're like fuck it we're just gonna party anyway <laughs> we're just celebrated the 20 the 20th win again just funny. Uh, let's see. Uh, they start winning, and then we get the great trading scene, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Where they want to trade for Car- uh, for Ricardo Rincon. Oh yes, this is an ex the best scene in the movie where he calls various GMs to try to get Ricardo Rincon because San Francisco is trying to get him. So he trades one of his relievers for to San Francisco for nothing so that they won't trade for Rincon. <laughs> and then calls the Mets to trade another guy to block them, the Indians from trading with the Mets. Yeah. And then calls back the Indians and says, all right, well, do we have a deal or not? I think your other deals may have fallen through. 
<laughs> I think it's great. Uh, yeah. They pull off all the deals, and then we get the uh, slow motion fist pump from Jonah Hill when he when he uh, takes the call from for the ring cone trade with the slow motion yeah. fist pump, and then uh, I also laugh because Steve Phillips, like the disgraced Mets GM, is in here. They call him. <laughs> There's a couple other funny things. Funny names that pop up. Uh, they get Rincon for basically a steal, but then they realize they got to cut somebody. So Billy Bean's got to go cut one of the catchers, and he's like, "Sorry, I'm about to, I'm about to get hot. I'm about to get hot. I swear." And he's like, "Yeah, sorry, we have to talk." And he's like, "I'm getting traded." And he's like, "No, you're actually no. cut." And the guy's like, "Fuck." And Billy Bean's <laughs> actually nice to him, which is he goes yeah. against the advice that he gives to Jonah Hill. He actually is nice to him. Uh, they go for 20. They're going to go for 20 wins. We're, we fast forward a lot in this movie. We're going for, we went from yeah. terrible. Now we're going for 20 wins. Ricardo Rincones, he fixed everything. Going for a 20th win. He gets a call from his ex-wife. He says, I'm excited about the game. I didn't expect you to pick up. You've done a good job here. Your yeah. daughter actually is excited about the team. And he's like, okay. And the daughter gets on the phone and says, like, you have to go to this game. I know you don't watch your team, but you have to go to this game. He's like, I'm not doing that. I'm going to a minor league scouting thing. And he's like, yeah. you have to turn around and go to this game. And he's like, it's all, all right. Her fault. <laughs> yeah. yeah the think, moral of this scene is kids ruin everything. I'll think about it. He, <laughs> he turns on the radio and realizes the team's up 11 to nothing. He's like, yeah. fuck, I do need to turn around. So he turns around and drives back to the stadium. But as he arrives... The 11-0 lead is cut down so much that they end up – they're down. They're losing, aren't no, they, they? Or there's a tide? They tied. They tied it's it tied. up in the ninth. Yeah. It's tied 11-11 yep. when he's there, and he's freaking out. And Scott Hatterberg comes in for a pinch hit home run. Our guy. Yep. He does it. And they win their 20th game. And then Peter Brand says, like, we did it. We've accomplished our goals. Like, we are – Actually good. It worked. And Billy Bean says, yeah, 20 wins is great, but I want to win the last game of the season. I don't yeah, we care. haven't done anything yet. I don't really care about 20 wins. Even though the that is a crazy mark. It really is. It really is an impressive yep. stat. Longest uh, in AL at the time. And then only it was only behind like the NL. Uh, which was 26, and that included a couple ties in there. So it's pretty, wow. it's very impressive. Uh, Billy's happy, but he wants the ring. But they lose to the Twins in the playoffs. We said the $24 million payroll. They lose to the Twins. Ouch. Yeah, I don't think Billy's ever oh. gotten it. You don't think the, Billy's uh, ever gotten one? I don't think he's ever yeah. gotten a ring. Yeah. No. He hasn't. 2002, Minnesota did bump up. They, they they were a million ahead of Oakland, so they they've spent 40 million to Oakland's 39 and a half. Okay. So yes, payroll wins. That's the that's the moral, right? Payroll always payroll wins. wins. Money, money talks. Payroll wins. Then we get a scene of yep. Billy Bean visiting the Boston Red Sox. 
Yeah, I actually do vaguely remember as a Red Sox fan hearing about this, being excited that we might get Billy Bean, not really understanding what that meant, but just that he was a sought-after guy and a good GM. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's no doubt this this guy is a good GM. Like, yeah, the amount of time and rebuilds and piecing things together that has happened for this team, I mean, that's pretty crazy. Even like to present day, though, even when they get bad, like the next year they've turned around again. Yeah, they're not ever. They haven't really been top of the division a ton, but they've been like there. They haven't been this good, like 103 win good. No, no. Um. So he meets with the Red Sox and has this conversation in the rain, basically in Fenway, where he's like with John Henry, John Henry, the owner of the Red Sox, and John Henry. Says so like this is a real ballpark. Yeah. <laughs> your park, your ballpark sucks <laughs> compared to this place. Uh-huh. And then he talks about how impressive of a job he did, and how he, uh, you know, how impressed he is, and how everybody else is a dinosaur, and you're you're the first guy through the wall, so you're bound to get bloody and beat up by the media, but you're actually the smartest guy. And Billy Bean's like. Brad Pitt's like, thanks for taking the meeting. Like, this was really nice of you to do, but like, yeah, I know you're not giving me the job. And he's like, no, I'm going to make you the highest paid GM in all of sports. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay. And he goes back to the A's and he talks to his right-hand man, Peter, about what to do. And he's not sure what to do. And the season was a failure. Peter's like, no, it wasn't a failure. Like, look at this film of a minor league guy hitting a home run. He didn't realize he hit. Oh, I love that one. That was a great video. He slides back into first base, and everyone's like, no, actually, you hit a home run. And he gets help running the bases from the other team. And Billy Bean gets a tear in his eye and says, baseball is romantic, I guess, still. And then that leads to him turning down the Red Sox. And staying Which, with the A's. A bummer at the time. I thought, no, thank God. While Billy Bean is a good, a great GM, the Red Sox then turned to Theo Epstein, the greatest GM in the history of sports. And I'm not just saying that as a Red Sox fan. I'm saying that because he got first the curse-ridden Red Sox World Series, then the more curse-ridden Cubs World Series. He's the best to ever do it. Yeah. It's it's hard to argue with you, Bill. It is very hard. Where's he working now, though? Where's he working? Uh, now? Wherever he wants to work now. He doesn't work <laughs> in baseball. He's got nothing left to do. Nothing left to do. He's got the Mets. No, they won in like '68 or something, didn't they? They're they're not they're not doing too good. What about the Pirates? I mean, come on, come on, come on, Pirates. Uh, he yeah. sports for Major League Baseball in general, so he's waiting to take over. Is that what it is? Is that what baseball. he's doing now? He's working at general in general for the league. He's just a consultant for Major League Baseball. He, I thought he was on like Wall Street or something. So he's gonna essentially be emperor of baseball soon. I hope. Oh, is that what it is? Maybe he can I be hope. a better, better commissioner than the shitty one we got now. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> LeMoyne loves the title of them, even though he didn't really go there. He didn't really go there, and he sucks. So why do you keep doing that? 
Um, so he turned down the Red Sox, stays with the A's because he likes what they've been building. It doesn't work out for him, though, because obviously the A's never fucking win. And I think that I'm pretty sure the Red Sox ousted the A's the next year. In, in that 2003, they in 2003, ousted the A's. And, and then they got beat by Aaron Boone. And whoever his name is, the G- the current coach of the Yankees. Aaron Boone beat them. Uh, and then. Oh, yeah, that's right. Who was the manager of the Red Sox? Everybody hated from that game. Uh, I actually liked him, Grady Little. Grady Little, he got I actually fired didn't for mind that. Him. Now again, I didn't. I didn't like that they fired him, but then they got Terry Francona, so it worked out. Yeah. But right, Grady Little. Um, that actually, I felt bad for because he let Pedro Martinez stay in the game. The best pitcher on the team said, "I, I don't want to come out," so we let him stay, and he got roasted yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, after he turns down the Red Sox, he gets a call from his daughter or gets a CD from his daughter or whatever it is. I don't know. Mixtape. She sings her song again to him, where at the end she says, you're a loser, dad. So we find out the real reason he turned down the Red Sox is because he wants, to stay clo- he wants to stay close to his daughter. Yeah, that was a good ending. You're a loser, dad. Yeah. You're just a loser. Yeah. <laughs> you're just a loser, uh, dad. Where is Billy Bean now? He's not the GM anymore. No, he He's, he's the CEO? he's like an executive, yeah. Oh, he's executive not, vice president. Yeah, he's o, he's uh, been promoted. He's still with the A's, but the A's, yeah. But more top level executive. I think he has yeah. other people underneath him doing minority things. owner too. He's got a stake in him. Yeah. Also, Barnsley FC. What's up? He's also a minority owner of Barnsley FC of the EFL. Oh, okay. Interesting. Since a lot of soccer stuff. So the, the, I, yeah, I've been, uh, I've been looking at the payrolls basically from 2021, 22 opening day payrolls all the way back to 98. The highest the A's ever got was the 16th highest payroll. Every, like most years they were in the bottom, like five of payroll. Which yeah. so they like to to even scr- get that close a couple times is incredible with the it, money that they don't spend. It does make you wonder what would happen if they had a real owner who would actually pay for things like yeah. a good stadium or a team. So here's one of my made. I like this movie. I think it's really good. Before we get to quote mount and everything else, here's my criticism mm-hmm. of the movie. The team was not. Bad. This team was not bad. They had no, Tim no. Hudson, Mark Mulder, Barry Zito, Eric Chavez, Miguel Tejada. All those guys were really good, even good at the time. Yes. Uh, Art Howe did not like his portrayal oh, yeah. of this. It's very <laughs> disappointing to know that you spent seven years, gave your heart and soul, and helped it get to the postseason for three years, won over 100 games, and this is the way B- Billy Bean feels about you. How yeah. said... So. That the producers did not contact him about his portrayal. Hatterberg said, Hatterberg himself said, Howe was not portrayed accurately. Said Art Howe was a supporter of mine. I never got the impression from him. I was not his first choice. He mentioned how Howe and Bean did have a turbulent relationship, though. Uh, players such as Giambi and Chad Bradford already were on the team before they talk about them being added yeah uh giambi and pena 
trades did not occur at the same time either. There you go. So Art Howe is not happy with this portrayal in this movie. Yeah. So that he was... <laughs> I think he just said, like, that guy looked weird. Who was <laughs> that guy? All right, cool. This, is, oh, this is the first baseball movie to be nominated for Best Picture Academy Award since Field of Dreams, 1989. Mm. And there, there was another bit of trivia that I liked. Oh, since there was no money to shoot in all the stadiums the A's visited, Dodger Stadium was dressed up as eight different ballparks. Nice. Oh, nice. I love it. All right, Quote Mountain. Are there any quotes here that belong on Quote Mountain? It would have to be like a long. Yeah, they're all long. 50 feet of crap? 50 feet of crap? Or the. I hate losing, Charlie. I hate it. I hate losing more than I even want to win. When your enemy's making mistakes, don't interrupt them. Let them keep going. Say thank you. Mm. I mean, these, these, there's not many. Many good quotes. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, this is if you lose the last game of the season, nobody gives a shit. That's kind yeah, of trivial. That's a good yeah. one. Let's, anybody uh, let's who's not anybody who's not rebuilding your team, rebuilding their team using your model, they're dinosaurs. They'll be sitting on their asses on their sofas in October watching the Boston Red Sox win the World Series, which they didn't do right away. Until one year later, <laughs> they didn't do it right away, and they you beat the 2003. Watching that with me and new friend Ashley at the time, I hate it. 2004, was, no, Nothing. 2003, when we were freshmen watching it in our watching them lose, know. watching them lose, yeah, to the Yankees to Boone. Yes, I remember how angry you were. Yeah, I just remember it was silent. Ashley didn't say a word, just got up and left. I just shut off the TV and went to bed. <laughs> It was, it was, te- the tension was high. The tension yeah. was high when that happened. <laughs> I don't know if we talked about that for a few days. I don't believe we did. And then the reverse happened when, uh, when, uh, the next year. I just like, I can't believe this is happening. Oh, uh, it's best. Cause I actually went out in 2004 looking for like a party. And at the time, there were not Red Sox fans everywhere. The front runners were not there. So we were in central New York looking for a Red Sox party and could not find one. No, because nobody, there was no, there were no Red Sox fans in New York. Yeah, they were not. Surprising, Bill. It's surprising that you couldn't find a Red Sox party in the middle of the state of New York. But the next, we got up the next day and drove to Boston and partied for a full weekend. Yeah, you went, you went to the parade and everything. Oh, I sure did. Hazy to me, but I was there on a whim. You just got like, I'm going to this. It may never happen again. I have to go. Yeah, it was awesome. You did it. All right. Uh, any there? We talked about sk- stats and goose. Most most valuable player in this movie, uh, Brad Pitt or Jonah Hill? Mm, I was gonna say I, it's gonna be Brad Pitt, but maybe it's Jonah. Brad Pitt's Hill. great in this movie. Jonah Hill's also great in this movie. I think it's Jonah Hill. Yeah. This movie is uplifting, but it's also like I have these movies where I'm like, oh, I just want to be depressed. And I'm just gonna watch this movie. It also kind of fits in that that category too, or it's like, oh, this is a depressing movie i'm just gonna get in that space yeah the difference between this and other baseball movies is the other like fake baseball movies also are just winning the pennant or just getting to the playoffs or whatever they they don't have to win for it to be a great ending but in this you know they lose at the end so it is more depressing and you know they lose 
and then and then you know that they continue to lose like have yeah, never won win it the next yeah. year or whatever right uh all right so brad pitt gets it is this oh, brad pitt is this brad pitt's best movie like is this his best work it's pretty good 11? ocean's 11 maybe He's good in that movie, but I don't know if he's like in it enough to. Like he's in it a lot, I guess, but is he like that interesting in that movie? He just eats a lot of food and yeah, he's like, always eating in that movie. He's mostly not talking and having one sided conversations with George Clooney, I guess. Yeah, right. Yep. He eats and then he yells other. at uh, the guys playing poker. Fight yeah. Club is I haven't seen it in a long time, but that's oh, Fight Club. That's his best movie. Probably for sure. I also remember very much liking Mr. and Mrs. Smith, but I think that had more to do with Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Yeah. That is probably true because that movie was garbage. Wow. That movie was bad. bad. All right. Final verdict. Uh, Tough one. Boy. It's good. Is it better than Sandlot? Absolutely not. I'm going to give it a seven even. Is it better than Cool Runnings? Well, no. Ooh, I don't I don't think it's better than Cool Runnings. I'll, I'll give it a, a 7.2. Mm, uh, give me a 7.4. So 7.4. Two is its average. That puts it tied with Miracle and the Mighty Ducks. Miracle and the Mighty Ducks. I feel like it's better than both of those movies. I I ranked it too low. Okay. All right. Uh, Next review. Who's up next? Believe it to be Wally. Wally. Oh, that is true. It is me. Spin the wheel, I make a not. deal. Spin the yeah, wheel, I don't have make that a deal. set up yet. So get it set up. I, I'm gonna take baseball back out. Yeah, we've done a lot of baseballs. Yeah, the best movies are baseball movies. So... Uh, is golf one of the categories on your wheel? Should be. It, it is. Okay. It has, it has not. There's a up. fuck ton of golf movies. It should be on there. <laughs> has, I have two on my I, list. I've found there's a lot. I found it. Yeah, I found it. Very difficult to think of golf movies that are able, that able to find. So Happy Gilmore. We already we went through Happy Gilmore on the old show. We There's never did that. No, no, we didn't. We did Billy Madison. We did, we did not. Do we did Billy Madison, not Happy Gilmore. We didn't do. We didn't. We didn't do Happy Gilmore. Nope. Are you sure? Because I feel like we talked about Bob Sat or Bob Barker punching him. I'm we talked about it in in the other in the other review, but we didn't actually watch it. Also, I think we talked about how Bob Barker was the connection to Happy Gilmore, the wrestling connection. But yeah. yes, um, there's also Bagger Vance. I don't know anything about it other than Will Smith is in it, and it's a golf movie. Legend of Bagger so, Vance. I got, I got football though, so we will be watching. <laughs> Remember the Titans on Disney Plus. Oh, Excellent choice. I was just man. talking soon about this. Left side. Strong sign. This movie is great. Denzel. Oh, such a good I movie. Said, yeah. This Brian is how Gosling. I this past weekend, I don't know how it came up, 
but I said, oh, yeah, donkey lips. And the person I was talking to, who is in her late 20s, had no idea who donkey lips was. It's not donkey lips, though. It is donkey lips. It's not donkey lips. It's the other guy. It's the guy from Boy Boy Meets World. Is that not donkey lips? No, they're not the same person. Are you sure? Oh, Right, because Frank is the Kino and Frankie Donkey Stikino's Lips are not the same guy. Yeah. Are you who sure? Is, who is Donkey Lips? Michael Bauer? That's not who is in this movie. Isn't are it Frank sure? Frankie Stacchino is in this movie? Isn't yes, he? Frankie Frankie Stacchino is in this movie because he I sings. Agree. He That's tries to make yeah. that is not the same person. That's not Donkey Lips. Donkey Lips is a different guy. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> Yes, I'm 100 sure right they're not now. the same person. Frankie Stacchino <laughs> is Vader's son, the wrestler. Yes, Donkey Lips was the only other thing Donkey Lips was in was "Dude, Where's My Car?" Zoltan. Was he not in Evolution? Oh my God, this is not the same person. They're not the same. <laughs> this is blowing my mind. They don't even look that much alike. <laughs> they're not. They don't <laughs> they look don't. anything alike. They don't look anything alike. What the hell is happening? Oh my god! Remember the Titans is a fucking awesome movie, though. I love that movie. I love the other coach, like the coach, the coach drama. Oh man! Oh yeah, yeah. This movie gets me fired up. Talking about a movie that gets you going. All the speeches in this movie. Good choice. The Gettysburg. Oh yeah. Oh, Oh, they go to Gettysburg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that? So good. Great stuff in this movie. It's a good movie. Good uh, Motown. Motown songs. This is all. This is fantastic. That's not ridiculous. Oh my god. This is gonna be. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. What's going on here right now? Blow your mind. They're not even close. They don't even look anything alike. I mean, they look. They kind of look alike. There are two fat guys. That's the only thing. That white guys with beards. They're close. Uh, sure, I guess. Sure. When does wait? When does Frankie Stacchino have a beard? In his IMDb picture. Oh, okay. I think he's in shape now, right? Isn't that the thing? <laughs> he's much skinnier now. Oh, that too. Yeah. Yeah, he is in shape. But he's, he's not shape. in this movie. Frankie no, Stacchino is, is in shape and he's in this movie, but he's not in shape in this movie. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a what a night. What a night. Do every day. Jesus. <laughs> what? I feel like this is probably like the third time I've learned it, but it's it's shocking. Me. Like I could see you, I could see you messing up varsity blues with Frankie Stacchino. No. Billy Bob is an entirely different human being. Billy Bob and Frankie Stacchino being fat linemen. No. Same kind of characters. I was going to say, is that not the same person? No, Billy Bob is not. What the hell is happening? There's a lot of fat bias going on here. (laughs) Team fat is being just rejected. They're different people. Not not every fat person is the same. I'm part of the team. I can I can say these things. I'm part of the team. Wow, wow, you're not part of Team Fat. Fifty pounds as I am. Jesus Christ. Okay. Now is Billy Bob also the same guy who plays the uh, the fat guy in? um... Don't do it. Don't do it to me. Not another team movie. And not another teen movie. Is it the same fat guy? <laughs> I don't. Maybe I don't know. I, know. I don't know. 
What? He's dead? Oh, who's dead? Billy Bob's dead. Billy Bob is dead. Oh. Yeah, Billy Bob's dead. You didn't know that? I'm sure I did when it happened, but I forgot. Oh, yeah, he's dead. Oh, he was Uh, and also Good Burger. Sure. I'm looking to see who the fat guy from not another team movie is. My was his character name Reggie Ray? I feel like his character name was Reggie Ray. That might be. And now this guy was is very skinny now. Yeah. Ron Lester. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, Reggie Ray. Who was Reggie Ray? Billy Bob. He. He played the same no. character in both movies. He did. <laughs> he played the no same way. character. He played Billy Bob and Reggie Ray, who was Billy Bob and not another teen movie, basically. <laughs> Making fun. Right? Yes. Isn't he the yes. same yes. guy in both no. movies? Yes. That is correct. <laughs> Jesus oh, that's Christ. Great. That's fucking great. <laughs> this poor guy. <laughs> this poor guy. Uh, he lost weight, though. He was at 1.508 pounds. Holy shit. Yeah. He went experimental through experimental bypass surgery. Wow. He had 14 plastic surgeries. Jesus Christ, this poor guy. Damn. I think That's we should sad. probably wrap up. He's on Freaks and Geeks. The actual podcast. Great show. Literally not talking anymore. <laughs> You're right. Let's wrap it up. Makes makes for great audio here. Yeah. Makes for great audio. That's what well, we do we'll, here. Our producer will clean it up. It's fine. No. Yeah, yeah. I no. will not. <laughs> Peace out. See you next time. Bye.